Welcome to How to Start a Podcast for Your Business. My name is Harry Duran, and since 2014, I've been the host of Podcast Junkies. I'm also the founder of Fullcast, where we've been helping business owners successfully launch, produce, and market their authority-building podcasts. Welcome to Module 4, How to Publish Your Business Podcast. If you missed last episode, we talked about the importance of editing, selection of music, mastering your episode, and why it's important to have a compelling episode zero or podcast trailer. We recap the steps for submitting to Apple. So if you missed any of that and didn't get a chance to hear it, best if you go in order. In this episode, we're going to cover the importance of publishing. And the topics we're going to cover are guest scheduling, why it's important to treat your guests like gold, creating email templates, and building your email list. So one of the first things you'll want to set up is an easy way for potential guests to book time on your calendar. And one of the easiest ways to set this up is using a scheduling service. My recommendations are Calendly and SavvyCal. We'll provide links in the show notes for you to sign up. Given the multiple configuration options, it's best to watch the latest videos directly from the team. So we'll include those in the show notes. Here are a couple tips when setting up your scheduling link. Make sure you leave a buffer time in between open slots on your calendar. This prevents you from having back-to-back calls with no time for a water or a bio break, and I've been there, so you don't want to do that. Try to limit the number of appointments to two to three per day. This is really important. Try to batch your interviews whenever possible, and limit your availability to two days of the week. That way, for example, you'll get used to Thursday being your recording day, or Thursdays and Fridays being your recording day. This is a mistake new podcasters make having a completely open calendar. And with all the intricacies involved in getting your microphone set up and sometimes your environment, it's best to know that you're going to have two days of the week dedicated to interviews or recording. Another thing you'll want to make sure you do is to ask your guest for their social accounts and a headshot. This will ensure you have what you need when it comes time to marketing the episode. One of the things we help clients with is setting up not only a confirmation that redirects to a form that the guest can fill out, but also ensuring that once that form is completed, we'll be using that information later from the guest for marketing purposes. Speaking of your guests, I have a mantra I constantly refer to when it comes to guests I've had on Podcast Junkies, and it's pretty simple. Treat your guests like gold. And what this means in its most simple form is that in every interaction you have with your guests, do everything you can to ensure that they feel valued and appreciated. There's so many different parts to a guest interaction from the moment you ask them to be on the show, what the process is like for them signing up and booking time on your show, how you handle the interview when it's time to have the recording, and all of that is before you even have the guest on the podcast and conduct the actual interviews. So these are all things to keep in mind. Now, once an episode is published, make sure you're taking the time to let your guests know. You'll want to do this from a space of genuine appreciation and gratitude, as opposed to, hey, our interview's up. Share it with your audience? Which I've been the recipient of and generally comes across as pretty cold. So what's the best approach? Here are the things I recommend you include in your guest follow-up email. One, thank them genuinely for taking the time to share the story with your audience. This can be a couple of lines at the beginning of the email highlighting something that they shared that resonated with you. Two, provide links to all the places the episode was published. At a minimum, this should be your website with the show notes and embedded player. Three, you want to list a direct link to the social posts on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you shared the episode. If you can provide that direct link, that direct URL, you give your guest the opportunity to engage on the platform that they're most comfortable with. 
Number four, close by letting them know that you'd like to keep in touch and should they need any support on a future project to reach out to you. That's not to say you're going to be partnering and collaborating with every single guest and that any of them will even take you up on it, but it is a nice gesture. You'd be surprised by how doing these four things will go towards making your guest feel super special. I myself had the privilege of interviewing Mignon Fogarty, the host of the wildly popular Grammar Girl podcast on Podcast Junkies. It was shortly after season two had kicked off, and after sending her my thank you note when her episode went live, she surprised me with the following note. Hey Harry, I thought you might like to know that I shared your email with my social media class, because it is one of the best examples I've seen of how to nicely and effectively ask someone to share content. Hope you're having a great weekend. Best, Mignon. And how cool was that? Needless to say, it's something that I keep with me at all times, especially when I'm having a particularly challenging podcast day. So I've talked about the importance of emailing your guest, but what about building your own email list up? There's a saying in digital marketing that you never want to build your home on rented land. And this is what happens when podcasters build communities on Instagram, on Facebook, in Facebook groups or Twitter accounts. While this is all well and good and something that's highly recommended for promoting an episode, nothing beats having that one-to-one connection with your listeners. And that's best done through building your own email list. I'll provide a list of email providers in the show notes. And most of the popular ones are really good, including MailChimp, Aweber, Constant Contact, and a new favorite, Flowdesk. Regardless of the tool you're using, it should be user-friendly, and powerful enough to support these must-have functions. One, you should be able to segment your list. So as your list grows and you want to bucket your listeners and subscribers into different categories, the tool will let you do that. Next, you should be able to set up automated welcome sequences. To see what an example of this looks like, if you haven't done so already, sign up at fullcast.co forward slash game plan. You'll receive a five-part welcome sequence that outlines my origin story, and the details on how I started Podcast Junkies and Fullcast. Not only should the tool make this easy to set up, but it also gives you an incentive to gradually and over time and a few days tell your story to your audience. The tool should also have simple monthly pricing, regardless of your list size. And a feature that most marketers aren't aware of that's incredibly important is the ability to resend to your unopened list. If you don't know what this is, It's simply the ability, after your email has gone out the first time, to go back and resend to anybody who has not opened that original email. I can't tell you how dramatically this has helped increase my open rates, sometimes by 10 to 15%. Regardless of the format, make sure you take the time to email your list every single time you publish an episode, and make sure you provide easy links for them to share and subscribe. Up next, we're going to talk about promoting, and that's really where the fun starts. I'll go through the specifics of show notes, how to handle transcriptions, specific promotions you can do for each episode, and how to create graphics for them, and why it's important to ask for ratings and reviews. See you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of How to Start a Podcast for Your Business. To read the full show notes, download a full transcription, and review any links or resources mentioned, visit fullcast.fm forward slash promote. And if you'd like to have a free chat with us to understand how a podcast can help your business, schedule a free call at fullcast.co forward slash pod 15. That's P-O-D-1-5. And if you're enjoying the show and have found the content valuable, please leave us a rating and a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash bizcast, B-I-Z-C-A-S-T. And finally, remember, the world needs to hear your voice. Thank you.
So needless to say, I often coach clients to have one call to action, but I think in lieu of always testing new ideas, I have several here at the end of this podcast. So always interested to hear feedback from listeners as to which one of those is resonating the most.